All right. Well, uh, welcome to BSing with Sean K. I'm your host, Sean Neese. And uh, today my guest is singer-songwriter uh, Jesse Bridges. Thanks a lot for coming on. Thanks, Sean. It's a pleasure. So uh, how, how did you first become interested in music? I grew up in a very musical family and environment. And um, from an early age, I was exposed to a lot of kind of old rock and roll and uh and, you know, the Beatles and Bob Dylan. And and so growing up in an environment where my family listened to that music, I just immediately um, was drawn to it. And I, I didn't know that I wanted to become a musician myself until my dad got me a guitar when I was about 13 or 14. And he, uh, he taught me how to play a few chords and it was really hard at first and I wanted to give up and he's like, no, you got it. You got it. That's how you do it. And, um, and so I just kind of kept plugging away and, but I would say my initial introduction to it was because of my dad and because of the music that my parents listened to growing up. And I know, uh, he still plays uh, music. How would you compare like your style and his style? Like, is it similar yeah, I think that they're very complementary to each other. My dad being an actor primarily and then being able to finally explore doing his music, it's been a really cool thing for him because he's always had the dream of being this rock and roll star since he was a teenager. And uh, and now he, after Crazy Heart and all of the success around that, he got a lot of really positive feedback and reinforcement. And so he ended up... I would say that his music is mostly country, but it's got a good rock feel and kind of that blues and and his band is really, really awesome. So he's got the kind of country rock blues thing. And then I've got more of the acoustic uh, Americana um, kind of uh, stripped down vibe when I'm playing. And then and then during a lot of the shows, if I'm opening for him, I get to join him on stage. So that's really fun. So uh, what was it like growing up the daughter of a famous actor, Jeff Bridges? It was amazing in a lot of ways and also very challenging. Um, it's tough for me to put it into perspective because it's kind of all that I've ever known. I mean, it is all that I've ever known. And so I can't really compare it to anything, uh, but... You know, when when my dad, when his movies started to be age appropriate for me, I would say that was right around the time that The Big Lebowski came out. And um, it was, that movie was a bomb at the box office. But once it started to kind of grow this cult following, a... Uh, it was it was really interesting to see the shift in people's interest or like, oh my God, your dad's the dude. I'm like, well, he's not the dude. He's my dad. <laughs> but yes, he played a character who was the dude. And he's like, no, but he's totally like him, right? And I'm like, no, not really. He definitely has his own thing. So I think while I wanted to almost defend and protect my dad as an individual, I also wanted to make sure that people were seeing me as a unique person and that I wasn't always associated with that. And um, I think as I've gotten older, it's easier for me to uh, 
to confront that part rather than try to play it off or say like, keep a secret or pr- protect myself and from people knowing about this. It's been an easier thing for me to talk about, especially in pursuing my career and, um, and knowing that it's, it's a part of who I am and it's not going to go away whether I like it or not. So I might as well embrace it. So at first it was hard to find like your own name outside of like his legacy or kind of but but you know my my family fame and acting primarily goes back several generations so even my dad whose father was an actor he couldn't get away from it so it's been helpful to be able to talk to my dad about that and um and cuz my dad can relate to me because he knows what it's like being a child of that environment, but also he can kind of remind me that uh, that my life is my life and I can do whatever I want with it. And so I think that's really cool. And did you ever have like an interest in acting or was uh, music always your main passion? Music has always been my main passion. I, um, I've been in a couple plays and I've auditioned for a few parts and... It's, I've flirted with the idea, but I think that even though it comes pretty naturally to me, it's not something that I'm hungry for. And when I think about music and about writing and the way that music allows me to connect to myself and my emotions and what I'm going through, uh, that resonates much deeper. And uh, so what's like uh, the latest news with your music as far as gigs and uh, recording? So I, um, I'm i in the middle of kind of planning my year as far as uh, performances go. I've got a few things on the calendar. And my latest uh, songs that I've released are two singles that are available on iTunes. One is titled Naturally Cool. The other is titled Do It Anyway. And um, I decided to not make CDs or have them available in a kind of a physical sense because the music industry is just changing so much. And I feel like um, it didn't really make a lot of sense, but it also... It also encouraged me to learn the way that people are listening to music. And that is a lot of people don't buy complete albums anymore. They tend to pick the one song off the, off the 11 song LP that they like and then they'll download that. So this releasing of singles has been an interesting lesson for me. And I think that moving forward, I'll probably continue to flirt with that concept a little bit. Um, and what else? I've got I'm I'm pretty open to exploring whatever really comes my way. So I would say that I'm not the most aggressive of uh of pursuers when it comes to my career. It's been something I'm I turned 31 last year and my path has been anything but linear and I've explored a lot of different um things that I wanted to do. I went to culinary school. I worked at a radio station. And so coming to, to my music as my, my focus has been uh, a challenging and winding road. And, and so for me to kind of go all in or 
follow the steps that you're supposed to follow to get to where you need to be. That doesn't really seem like the right path for me. So I'm just kind of trying to figure it out and see what comes naturally. Now, what could you say about like uh, the songwriting process for your songs? Like uh, what inspires you? Yeah, Uh, I have a challenge with the process because I'm not the most disciplined songwriter. (laughs) I actually wish that I had some sort of um, method or or way that I approached songwriting, but I have to say the one thing that's pretty consistent is um, each of my songs start with an emotion or or a melody that's in my head, and then from there the song kind of grows on its own. I tend to to write and play the music, write the music and the lyrics uh, at the same time. Because it just makes more sense to me that way. And, um, but it really varies on theme and what I'm inspired by and what, what I'm obviously going through in my life. And it's always different. I'm always surprised by what I come up with. And how, how would you say, like, uh, your music has, uh, like, changed or progressed from when you first started till now? Well, I came out with an EP back in, I think it was 2010, and the reason that I recorded that was because I wanted to know what it was like to be in a recording studio, and so my friend, who's a a producer, got a group of amazing musicians together, and we all actually went out to Vermont and recorded, we, we stayed in the house together in Virgins, and then we recorded in this cute little studio in Charlotte, and, um, and I was just a, like a brand new little baby, you know, new uh, deer trying to walk around in this environment that I was uncomfortable in, and I didn't know anything, and so at the beginning, uh, in making music, I felt like I was a sponge. I was trying to soak up every little thing that I didn't know that I could learn from. And then as I've progressed, I've noticed over the years, uh, I kind of know what I'm doing. And it's really weird. I I expect not to. Every time I'm put in a new situation, I'm like, okay, well, I'm, there's going to be a lot of learning now. I don't know if I'm going to know what to do. And then all of a sudden, I know what to do. And it's like, I don't recognize myself. How can I be this person that knows what to do? But I guess that's just what happens when you do something over and over again. And uh, overall, like, what have been some of your favorite experiences uh, as a musician? Mm. Um, well, I would say that definitely that first EP, that was really special. And then my my second album that I wrote was inspired when I was living in Vancouver. I was actually my dad's assistant on three movies. And so this was the last movie that we worked on together. And I was inspired to write a bunch of songs and I got um, hooked up with some musicians there and I recorded the entire album up in Vancouver. So that was really cool. And then um, I would say also touring with my dad has been amazing. We get to spend time together and we get to collaborate and both bring our creativity to the table. And uh, and it's so cool to be supported by him in so many ways. And he really believes in me and um, wants to include me in, in what he's doing. So that's pretty cool. And uh, who are some uh, – are there any, like, new artists in particular you enjoy and uh, you've enjoyed, like, sharing the stage with or collaborating with? or? 
I haven't done too much collaborating with um, a lot of young artists. I've gotten to know, I live in the Bay Area, and so I've gotten to know a lot of local artists over the past year, I would say. And everyone is just awesome. It's really hard to pick, pick and choose. Uh, but I would say maybe some of my current inspirations are, um, I'm a big fan of Jenny Lewis. Um, I really like, uh, uh, Justin Towns Earl. He's a huge inspiration. Um, I love shovel, shovels and rope. Um, huh. I I wish I could open my Spotify right now. I probably could, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to try to do this all from memory. Um, but I have to say, you know, a lot of the music, like I said at the beginning, a lot of the music that I enjoy has really old, deep roots. And uh, I can't really seem to get away from that. And uh, is, is that, was it at all, uh, is that at all like the scene, like where you, where you were from or like in your area or? Um, yeah, there are some kind of old school sounding bands. Um, but I don't know if it was so much uh, where I grew up as opposed to the uh, the music that I grew up listening to because of my parents. Like, I remember um, for my ninth birthday, I got the entire Beatles collection, and I thought that was the coolest thing. And then I remember asking kids at school, or, or my, my best friend at the time was like, What's the fastest song that you you know? And not to play how to play, but that I know how to listen to. And it was <laughs> I've just seen a face by the Beatles. And I played it for her on my CD player and she's like, "That's not that fast." So so I don't think that a lot of other kids were listening to um what I was listening to. So like is there any places you haven't uh, performed live yet that you'd like to perform in the future? Yeah, I would like, um, I haven't really played that many places. I've, I've, uh, this past summer was the first time that I played on the East Coast ever. So that was really cool. I'd love to go back. Um, I'd love to play in the South. I haven't spent much time in the South at all. I'd love to just do a little more touring and time on the road and, um, I really love getting people's feedback and, and, having hearing their stories about what what resonates with them and what they're listening to and what makes them feel connected with music so I just feel like the more I play and the more people I am exposed to the more I'll get from it and um you talked a little bit about this but like what what is your opinion of uh, the music industry today and what has been your experience with it I think that that I wish I knew more about the industry, and I think that's been a challenge of mine because I'm, I'm, you know, a lot of younger kids these days know a lot of shit, and I'm not in that age, and I'm also not in the age above me where people have been touring for decades and, like, have a following that's going to support their music, so I feel very challenged in that way. And it doesn't mean that I don't want to work for it, but I've got a lot of learning to do. And I think that it's such a fluid industry that keeps morphing and I'm not quite sure what shape it's going to take next. So I don't really know where I fit into that 
Um, which is why, like I said previously, uh, I'm kind of like carving out my own path and just seeing what works for me and, uh, what's going to make me feel fulfilled in my career. But the industry, I don't really get the industry, to be honest. Um, I think that it's helpful to be around as many musicians as possible these days and talk about it and, and learn with other people alongside and try to uh, influence the way that things are run and, and uh, just be, be really true to who I am in the process. So uh, in what ways do you feel you could still grow as a musician and what ways do you feel you have grown? Um, I feel like, like I said, I could definitely be more disciplined in my songwriting and in a lot of areas of my life. Um, and that, I think that's a pretty common theme for me. Discipline is just, uh, committing to something and then sticking with it, uh, whether or not I feel like it. So I think that I could definitely grow in that way. And, and then also the ways that I've grown, it's, it's really important for me to try to give myself credit for, uh, where I've come from and how far I've come. And I notice mostly, I would say, in my performances and the comfort that I feel while performing and remembering how nervous I got. Like, I've always enjoyed performing, but it's it the nervousness feels different now. It feels more like an energy, like a fueling energy rather than an energy that um, makes me feel like, Oh no, what if I mess up? Or like, I, I don't know if I can do this. Even in, even in the studio recording, I feel much more confident. And so that confidence is only something that you can grow and build over time. And I'm definitely feeling it. And uh, so like, what, what's uh, your ultimate goal of like where you want to be with your music? Okay? A really good question. And I ask myself that every day, um, I don't quite know yet. I know that I really want people to listen to my music and I feel like I have something to say and I, I'm able to say it in my own way and that it uh, evokes emotion out of other people and they can relate to my music. But then when I think about um, big picture, I think I also love being home. I love, I've got an awesome little house in Oakland. I've got a crazy dog who's actually sitting behind me on the couch right now. I don't know if you can see her, but she's pretty wild. Her name's Banjo. I, I really like my life. So in order to um, grow my music and maintain my life, I'm I'm not sure that I know the perfect recipe for that. And so that's why I think I'm trying to pursue it as slowly and thoughtfully as I possibly can without feeling like I need to rush to get to a goal. Because in the past, growing up, I felt like um, I needed to know, I needed to have that goal, and I needed to get there as fast as possible. And for now, I think slowing down is a more important lesson for me. So are there any uh, new instruments you'd like to learn or styles of music you'd like to experiment with in the near future? Absolutely. Um, I would say for guitar, it's mostly a strummy 
I, I strum, I play like rhythm and I'm working on developing more of a finger picking, which I, I'm using on some of my songs. And then, um, I borrowed one of my dad's electric guitars, which is a completely different beast. I had no idea, but I've been messing around on that a little bit. Um, so I'd say primarily I'm going to stick with the guitar and maybe just testing out different styles, maybe move to a little bit of keyboard. I have a keyboard in my place and I know a couple things, but, uh, I'd like to start with the foundation that feels solid and that's in guitar and then go from there. Uh, what's like next for you and your music? Um, next I have, I would say the biggest thing right now is I'm going to be performing at, um, in Calgary at a, I'm not quite sure what to call it. It's maybe like a series called Stampede City Sessions, and they've modeled their series after Austin City Limits, the TV show. So they bring an artist in, and they have a studio audience, and then they record the performance, and they make it available online for people to watch. And, um, And so I've been preparing for that. So that's next for me. But I would also really like to start collaborating more. And so I think that I need to remember my intention. And, um, as I mentioned, my, uh, it's hard for me to stick with things or to, uh, really commit myself if I don't feel like something. So I think that's part of the whole growing up thing where I need to make a few more goals when it comes to songwriting and maybe submitting some of my works and really being open to seeing what can come my way if I put myself out there like that. So I think those are my two things. And then a bunch of other shows kind of scattered all over the place. And uh, what advice would you give to aspiring musicians trying to make it in the industry? I would say, um, first and foremost, uh, stay true to who you are as an artist while also allowing yourself to be open and receptive to the world around you and and to be able to receive feedback as something that that you can take in and listen to but just know that it's just it's just an opinion and um as long as you stay true to who you are as an artist your form of success will take shape and and inevitably be fruitful in whatever way it needs to be. And, um, and to also try to keep a balanced life, to pursue what you want to pursue, be it music or, or, or arts of any kind or whatever your passion or career is, but to try to maintain some sort of balance. Because once we get overly consumed by one thing, then it kind of throws everything off, I think. And uh, any final thoughts or things you'd like to say? Um, let me see. I just, I like presenting myself in a very open way. I love, um, I love interviews because it allows me to have a chance to give my, my voice, uh, you know, a story. So like I get to talk about what has made me where I am. And I'm always open to chatting with people, sharing my story, listening. So um, 
I don't know. I just really enjoyed this. This is cool. Yeah, it went very well. I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, uh, that does it for this episode of BSing with Sean K. Thanks again to Jesse Bridges for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I should have more episodes coming soon, so uh, stay tuned.